The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to discuss how to amplify your lead generation efforts and grow your business. Joining us is Tristan Wright, who is a business growth and simplification specialist at evolve to grow which is a consultancy that gives business owners and entrepreneurs the tools and support they need to simplify their workflow, grow their profits, and reclaim their free time. And today, Chris and I are going to talk about the evolution of high-growth teams. All right, here's my conversation with the business Sherpa himself, Tristan Wright from Evolve to Grow. Tristan, welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Really excited to chat with you today. Excited to have you as a guest all the way from Melbourne, Australia. I never say it right. Say, say Melbourne for me. It's Melbourne. Oh, it sounds so much better when you say it. And when people ask me to say it from over in the States, I always pronounce it slightly incorrectly as well. At least we pronounce it better than you. We don't pronounce it Melbourne. Melbourne. I can never say it right. But anyway, <laughs> one of my favorite places. Excited to have you on the show. We have a lot in common in the sense of a lot of our businesses. I run the MarTech podcast, a couple other podcasts, and a lot of what we're doing is documenting, figuring out our processes and getting people from around the world to help us create our content so we could do it at scale. You kind of specialize in a similar thing. Tell me a little bit about your business and what it's like to be a simplification specialist. So at the end of the day, what Evolve to Grow does is we're about showing business owners that they can have time and freedom and they don't have to wait for it in the future. They can start having it now. And in layman's terms, that's about working out how to simplify your business and simplify your life so you can enjoy life right now. And a lot of that is systems, processes, and whatnot, uh, actually knowing what you want to achieve in business and in turning life. Well, when I uh, you know, grew up here in Silicon Valley, we're the center of the startup ecosystem. And the truth is high growth teams are all about finding young talent, pushing them to try to achieve unattainable goals and working until they crack. And that's just how high growth teams work, right? That's how it is everywhere. Unfortunately, good podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, podcast all over. I hope everybody realizes I'm saying this tongue firmly embedded in our cheek, and I love you know the startup environment and all this stuff. But the point I'm really trying to make is there's this mantra that work all day and work all night, and good things will come. That's not necessarily the truth. I hate it. 
a lot of language that we use in Australia is about grinding and hustling. And they're two words that I despise because they work for a short period of time, but you're going to burn out really, really quickly. So hustling and grinding isn't the be all and end all. And working day and night doesn't actually work for your business. You'll get results in the short term, but you're not necessarily going to get midterm and long-term results at all. Yeah. I mean, I think that maybe I'm aging myself. I, I just turned 40 last week. And if you're grinding and hustling all the time, you're not paying attention to what you're doing. You're just on a treadmill, right? And there's a certain amount of work ethic that obviously matters very much in terms of driving results. But there is the metaphor of work smarter, not harder. Talk to me a little bit about what you're seeing in high growth teams. What are some of the key traits for teams that are actually functioning well? Believe it or not, it's actually really, really simple. It's the teams are enrolled in the vision and the direction of the business. And the leader, the CEO, the business owner, actually is really good at communicating to the team where the business is heading and what the benefits are going to be for the end user, but more importantly, what the benefits are for each team member. And once those team members enrolled in that vision, they're going to put in the energy and the brain power to help push forward that business at the correct rate. So there's an important point that you bring up here, which is communication from leadership. When you think about running your own team, and it's something that I've had to work on for the last few years developing this business, is we don't actually sit in a room together. We're a distributed team all around the world. How do you communicate not only what somebody is supposed to do, but why they're supposed to do it? That's a tough one. I've had that issue as well. Like my team is in Australia. I've got members in all over the Philippines. I've got members in India. I've even got a developer that works for me in Kenya. So it's all different time zones. It's actually a bit harder to communicate with them. But once you as an owner know why you're doing it or why you are heading in the direction that you're heading in, you're going to become more passionate about it and the words are going to fall out quite easily. And then it's about actually having one-on-one conversations with your team and sharing that vision with them and enrolling them in the vision and talking to them and letting them feel like they've come up with part of that vision. And once they feel like they've come up with it, they start to own it. So going back to the joke I was making about the startup community, there is seemingly this evolution of the grind and hustle the long hours and just doing as much stuff as you can to try to have more cohesive teams, thinking about collaboration, having organizations really being focused on a mission. How have you seen the forced distributed workforce where the coronavirus has sent us all home to get our work done? How have you seen that impact the way that teams have evolved and grown? Well, there's been a lot that have fallen apart. So the teams that weren't good at communicating, that had issues internally and there was bickering at work and the teams that weren't necessarily the best with tech have actually started to struggle because people have gone back to home and they've been able to hide behind their computer screen. And by hiding behind the computer screen, communications have dropped off. So the teams that have had a champion or a leader to encourage that communication have been the teams that have been more cohesive and been able to push forward. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. 
I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. So talk to me about your strategies when you're working with a new team that says they want to be a high-growth team. How are you evaluating what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are, and then pointing them in the right direction? For me, it's about understanding what the leader thinks the business is doing, but then talking to each team member and understanding from each team member and getting them to give feedback about what they believe the business is doing and the purpose of it, the benefit of it. So in HR speak, it's doing a 360 evaluation or a 360 degree review. So rather than just getting input from one area, it's getting input from everyone in the business and then joining the dots from there. So there's the process of getting a view of how the leader is performing, but also taking the input of all of the employees. Are there specific behaviors that you see that are useful? Obviously, communication is one to help drive teams to have a higher output. So for me, I'd probably say simplification. What we need to do is simplify what we're doing. So many businesses, so many staff, so many owners get overwhelmed with what they're doing. They're like, we need to attack this, 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 and this all right now. But in reality, the human mind doesn't work like that. We need to simplify what we do and actually know that we can only achieve a couple of things at a time. And if we focus on one or two things, we can achieve that a lot quicker rather than focusing on six things that will take a lot longer to achieve. So simplification sounds so easy, right? You just do less stuff. And I think really the exercise there becomes around prioritization. When you're working with teams to help them figure out what to cut and what to focus on, what does that process look like? And how do people decide what actually has the most impact to the business? So what I like to do, and I don't know if I'm oversimplifying this, but it seems to get results. I go to the leadership team and I say, all right, let's fast forward a year. We're sitting down, having a couple of beers together, and we're celebrating. We're celebrating what the team has achieved over the last year and where we are. What does that look like? So in a year's time, we've had 30% growth and we've got 50 customers, whatever it is, these are our ultimate objectives. And then we reverse engineer the simplest way to get there. 
So rather than doing all of these other things that we think are going to help us to get there, we just work out where do we want to be and what does success look like in a year's time? I want to do a little case study here, and I'm going to pick your brain about a problem we're having here at the MarTech Podcast. Mm-hmm. All right, a lot of, if you're working backwards from achieving your goals, that's easy assuming you know what the end point is. We're sitting here with the MarTech Podcast. We've got another podcast called the Voices of Search Podcast, and we're thinking about business expansion. We're going to be launching a community for the MarTech community. We're thinking about creating an ad network to get all the other podcasters together so we could all sell our ad inventory together on one system. And we're also thinking about creating more content, different verticalized shows, all three different paths, all different directions. And I'm sitting here saying, well, to be successful, we need to simplify. How do you figure out what the end goal is? You know, if we have our three options, what advice or sort of strategies do you have to help us figure out which direction we should head? So I'm going to ask, why do you want to do each of those three things? Provide more value to the community, make more money, grow our business. Okay. In which order? I mean, without going too much into the, you know, the details of our business and our strategy, it's an identity question of, do we want to be an ad network? Do we want to be a content producer? Or do we want to be sort of a resource for a large community in, you know, a very specific topic? So what I'd be doing is we need to understand who who our audience is and the audience is actually capable of spending money in your vertical and then understand how you can provide the most value to that audience. So once we know who that audience is and how we can provide the most value to them, we then go, okay, let's focus on that topic first or that area first. Interesting. It's kind of a similar practice to deciding what you should do from a marketing campaign perspective is you think about your audience and you develop your products and services or your marketing campaigns around them. In this case, it's you understand who your existing audience is and you start building your products and services around their needs. There is a little bit of a question in my mind is our customers and our audience right now are two separate people. Our customers are our sponsors and our audience is the people that listen to the podcast two different groups. And if we build stuff for our audience, they're not necessarily the people paying the bills. That's kind of creates the need for different business models. So there may be the need for the merge of those business models. So the people that are paying, I'm assuming they're wanting to advertise to your audience. So we need to understand why the audience is going to listen. So what value the audience needs And then we go back to the people who are paying and say, hey, Mr. Payer or Mrs. Payer, this is what the audience needs. And then we work out how you can get the advertisers to pay for you. At the end of the day, if you drive value to your audience, people are going to come because they're going to want to pay because they're going to want a slice of that. So we work out what the highest value proposition is, the unique value proposition, and then you're going to be able to attract an audience and then you're going to be able to attract people that will pay. All right. So last question that I have for you today, we decide we're going to pick a lane, right? We have our three options. We say we want to build the products or services around what the audience needs are. We're going to go build out this MarTech community and find a way to sell ads within that community to support our existing sponsors. Now I have the process of communicating it down to my team and making sure that they have an understanding and buy-in from them to get them to work effectively. Talk to me about the communication strategies that you recommend we use to communicate the direction that we're going. That's a really tough thing to answer because so many different people learn and understand things in different ways. Some people are visual, some people are audio, 
we all know that there's, I can't remember how many different learning styles there are, but there's multiple different learning styles and we need to be able to communicate to each of them. And we need to be able to communicate the correct amount of information at the correct time, not to overwhelm them. So what I find a really simple way to do is say, hey guys, this is where we are now. This is where we want to get to. And then I actually draw out a roadmap for them. And I say, this is where we're going to be in three months time, six months time, nine months time. And this is how it will look at this time. And this is what will have been implemented in this period. And then I come back to my staff or to my team and, and I say, does this make sense to you? And can you see how this is going to work? Or can you see any holes in this strategy or this plan? Yeah, I think at the end of the day, what's important when you're working with your team, trying to evolve them into a high growth team, is making sure that they understand the vision and the direction that you're heading, breaking things down into small enough increments so they know what they're working on in the near term, and then helping them simplify to get what is not a priority out of the way so they could focus on what matters the most. Yes. Just really want to quickly say one thing. There's a book that's called Measure What Matters. And it describes this really well because the CEO ends up having his OKRs and then his team, he creates OKRs for his team and then their team, and they're all ending up working towards the same end goal and they're able to measure what matters. And if it's not in that hierarchy, the work falls away. OKRs, the new definition of KPI. Correct. (laughs) Another three-letter acronym. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Tristan Wright, business growth and simplification specialist at Evolve to Grow for joining us. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow morning, Tristan and I are going to talk about how to engage a cold audience. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Tristan, you can click on the link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Tristan D. Wright, T-R-I-S-T-A-N-D-W-R-I-G-H-T. Or you could visit his company's website, which is evolvetogrow.com.au. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You could subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.